So this podcast was a long time coming, but I was delaying it. I'm talking years. Why? I don't know, but God knows. A lot of procrastination and oh, the distractions were a total biatch. And they came hard, always when it appeared to be the most important things that I was working on. I can give the full story of how Badass Fabulous came to be in a different episode, but for now, God knows that the Badass Fabulous podcast would have still never been released last year if I never went through a tragic experience. Today, I'll be sharing that story with you, and it's going to help you get out of a deep slump and make progress towards your purpose and to live a life that can be called the greatest story ever lived. Badassery is a daily practice of self-truth. You don't become badass instantly. You become badass by becoming a person of excellence, which is by having integrity, sticking to your commitments, and being consistent in your actions. Hi, I'm your host, Paige, and welcome to the Badass Fabulous podcast, where badass stands for the clarity of your goals and gaining the courage to go after them. And fabulous stands for your state of being after accomplishing those goals. Because life is a never-ending journey of self-growth, on the Badass Fabulous podcast, you'll learn tools and strategies that help you align your body, mind, soul, and actions to your God-given purpose. Thanks for joining, and here is what we have for you today. Welcome, welcome. Let's do a quick check-in. Today will be more like a life (laughs) check-in. So what does living a well-lived life mean and look to you? Just take a moment and think of being old and being at the end of your life. What are a few things that you'd want to have done, accomplished, or experienced? Who would you have wished you created amazing memories with, even if they might be people that you currently don't talk to? Just take a moment and reflect on that. The Bible says that life is like a whiff of smoke. It's here for a moment and poof, it's gone. Just like that. So for the moment that you're still here on earth, what would it take for you to start creating those memories more intentionally? Everything in life is really not that serious. I feel some people need to hear this. Stop making meaning out of everything. Call the person you'd like to do something with and create something together. If they say no, At least you know you tried, as opposed to thinking and wishing stuff in your mind. So let things go. Do more of what you love instead. Life is short, okay? So we're going to dive right into today. I almost called this episode Living Small and Purposefulishly. And that's because the year 2020 
was seen as this monster dragon year for most people. They wish it never happened, but in reality, I saw it as a big reset. And the fact that we're still breathing in this moment, here and now, we have no reason not to make some sort of progress in becoming more of who we were created to be in this lifetime. My younger cousin, his name's Kende, or Kenny, a little foreign, he was an artist. He was considered one of my baby brothers. His life was taken away from us at the end of June in 2020. I don't think I ever felt that heartbroken and so disconnected in my life. It was a really dark period for me and the family because two days prior to that, one of my uncles, who was also near and dear to my heart, passed away too. And it took me about two months to process these or even begin to. I never was a person to know how to grieve. But what I really wanted to share about this experience is that in flying out for my cousin's funeral to support my family, I realized that my cousin Kende did not play small in his life. He lived his truth. He did what he loved every day and did not shy away from being himself no matter what or where he was. He stayed true to himself, to everybody. Over a hundred people attended his funeral, and this was during the height of COVID. Risky? Yes. The impact he had on these people? Phenomenal. And every soul that came up to say something about Kainde's life were all so consistent in their words. He brought people together. He built a supportive community that felt like a familyhood, if that's a word, with his brother. He did what he loved every day. He lived, he laughed, he joked, and worked hard towards his wildest dreams daily. And most importantly, he loved. He loved people so much. He loved his family, he served, and he had fun, even during the pandemic. The greatest impact this had on my life from listening to everyone was wow, he lived every day to the fullest. Where there are people around the world, older, acting as though they, they are not alive and they'll just bask in their complaints about life without taking any action to change their situation. And when someone passes away, I always look at life and think of how fragile it is and how short it is and how we can just we just never know when it's all going to come to an end for each of us now kandy was only 24 years old and he was a twin to his brother taiwo and they were each other's best friends and lifeline that was one of the most painful things for me that was so hard to accept they stuck with each other like magnets through different life experiences My uncle, on the other hand, was always full of life, in good times and in bad. He was relentless, and no matter what life threw at him, each time he would get back up and would even rise to a higher level of success or fulfillment than where he had been previously. I respected him so much. 
He was a force. He accomplished so much in his life, things that actually seemed to count, and he worked really hard. And most importantly, he always had fun with his family and loved ones. He was definitely one of those men I admired and thought highly of in life. He was only 70 years old. It's sad that I never got to share this with him. Please don't be sad for me. At the end of the day, both my cousin, Kende, and my uncle lived while they were alive. They had goals, visions, and dreams. Huge dreams. And every day, they would work or make some progress towards those dreams. What I realized, and you've probably heard it countless of times too, is that one of the saddest things in life is truly for one to be alive and to just exist without ever truly living their life or to be alive and just survive with no direction and just taking life as it is. That's being spiritually dead, which is what I call the term dead man walking. That's probably one of my greatest fears in life, to just live with no aspirations or dreams. My uncle was older, and my cousin was much, much younger. And the questions that kept coming up were, what is the point of life? Did they fulfill their purpose? Was this an act of God or an act of the adversary? When they both got to the other side, do they get the pat on their back and hear, Well done, my good and faithful servants. Only God knows. After a while, questions about my own life kept nudging me a few weeks and months after this happened, laying in bed all night. Questions such as, Can I look at myself today and sincerely say, Yes with all my heart and soul that I feel I am doing what I was sent here to do? Have I contributed to every encounter I've had or just caused confusion? What have I given to everyone I met in my life? Am I going after the right things? Is there any such thing as the right thing? I do believe there is the right thing to do. Have I touched, moved, or inspired any souls on earth? More importantly, the ones I love the most. Have I truly loved another soul? Did I always communicate well with those that I love and care for? These were heavy questions that you could also ask yourself and try your best to answer them truthfully. My answers to them were very disappointing to myself, and the fear of just existing enough in life kept me up at night, mixed with not accepting the reality of what had happened. And why am I sharing all of this? I knew something had to change. I've been working on myself for so long, over 
16, 17 years and transforming and healing. But I definitely wasn't doing the most important thing that I knew I was meant to be doing. That nudge to take certain actions will just not disappear. I believe those are God nudges and he won't leave you alone because you're the only one for the job. And you, my friend listening, only you can determine and know when you receive a God nudge. And if you don't answer that call or nudge, it will haunt you. This is what I have found. You'll feel some level of discomfort within yourself always. The biggest realization for me from this whole life experience was that I had been dancing around my purpose which showed that I was running away from it for many years even though I thought I had been living it sort of now I know that a lot of people out there are doing the same I asked so many things in my life as a result from certain relationships to certain projects I do consider myself very blessed and I'm so grateful for all that I have. Now I know that it's truly God's grace and mercy that's keeping me and most importantly, I never want to be exhausted ever again from not living my life intentionally every day. I believe that God has given each of us every single thing that we need to make progress towards our purpose or calling, and we refuse to maximize on it. So there are three categories of people who doubt their purpose. Some people might feel lost with no focus, so they do anything to busy themselves and they have no results that they desire or are proud of. Some others might just have an idea of what they want to do, but not quite sure, and they just don't make the time to reflect and be in silence to get clear. Clarity does come in silence or in the shower, which is still considered being alone with your thoughts. And then, there are some people who might have vision or clear goals, but they let something stupid such as fear or self-doubt or some other factor hold them back from whatever reason. Or maybe the adversary might be fighting against them realizing those goals through distractions because a lot of other people's dreams might have been attached to those goals. Which is why living your purpose is not easy, but it's so important and it's worth it. Whichever category relates to your current situation, it should not take a tragic event to realize that life's too short to live a life in your head while doing stuff you don't enjoy or being on your phone and TV screens too long. I did this episode really to have us all reflect on our lives and in these strange times we find ourselves in, it might seem dark and scary for some people, so it's important to take it easy on yourself, to go slow with yourself, to get to know you and God or who you believe your creator is a little deeper, to take time to do the things that bring you joy and pure bliss, not instant gratification or bliss for a moment. Spend more time with those who pour into you instead of them taking energy from you. Do more of the things that you enjoy that lifts your soul. Clear stuff up with people that you might have had a miscommunication or misunderstanding with and also slowly ease out of those things that do not lift you up on the soul level. 
Your purpose might not be clear to you yet, but if you can start taking steps and leaning more towards the things that you really and truly and deeply care about more intentionally, it will come to you because you're in action searching for it. What's the one thing that you want to be known for? What would you like to contribute to other people's lives? How would you like to serve others? Do you even like to serve others? I encourage you to answer these questions. And when you do, ask yourself why five times on each question. It's a little exercise that always works when I'm struggling to get clear on certain things. I also want to announce here that I'm officially dedicating this podcast to Kende, my cousin, because he was bad as fabulous and I know he's bad as fabulous right now in heaven. He had the courage to do all he did, to create and to live a life and to live out of his purpose and to let others maybe know that they don't have to be stuck in a job they hate because that takes up most of our lives, right? So this podcast, Kende, it's for you. I intend to use this platform to support all you wonderful souls listening and to help you in any way that I can in your growth and soul transformation journey, in gaining more courage to become more of who you really are, truthfully and fearlessly, and for you to have fun while becoming this person God created you to be. Life is too short to live a lie and not to live fully. So to Kende, I adore you, I love you, and I thank you for living your truth. Your spirit lives on. Continue to rest in God's peace and power, baby bro. And I'd like to end with a prayer. Dear Father in heaven, we're in a time where, on a very deep level, something is calling each of us to act in accordance with your will for our lives and with respect for your commandments to love one another. Lord, we know it's never enough to simply hear your instructions without obeying them, but yet a lot of us doubt and simply do not do, even when we know it can provide a better life for us. So I pray that everyone listening will receive a divine boost of courage from you and take a bold step today towards loving themselves deeper so they could love their neighbors as they love themselves and become more of who you created them to be. In Jesus' name, Amen. And that's it for today. Until the next episode, be badass fabulous for the greater good.